welcome back to Black Cast Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another double dose of Archer. Season 1, episodes 5 and 6. Five Honey Pot was written by Adam Reed and Tony Carbone. Premiered February 4th of 2010. And I gave it a 10 out of 10. And our next episode, Scorpio, written by Adam Reed. Premiering 2-11-2010. Wasn't far behind with a 9.7 out of 10. We start this episode with Mallory upset, having a treasonous conversation with Nikolai Kara from the KGB, who has no idea how someone named Rabone got his hands on a certain disc that she is meeting with him to discuss. He must have gone rogue. All Hispanics look roguish. Ramon is blackmailing Mallory, which we find out a little bit later. Uh, He doesn't want Fidel Castro or for the U.S. to get their hands on said disc. And that is where Isis comes in as she is going to pay for said disc, but puts him up in her condo in South Beach, Miami for the time being. She also notices where his eyes tend to wander. which gives her ideas. Mallory busts in on her son with schoolgirls requesting any kind of lube from Woodhouse. They both are day drinking. She wants him to seduce Ramon and get that disc using the honeypot method. He thinks it's a woman, all good, until he opens the file and realizes it's a man. Uh, we get our first introduction to Miss Gillette. Because he says, why don't you have Gillette do it? He's a gay man who is known to be hated by his boss. He knows his boss hates him. And one day he's going to write a book about this place. It's very brief, but it was enough. <laughs> Mallory is being blackmailed with the contents of said this. So she blackmails her son with the fact that one of his prostitutes got bit in the face with the, l- <laughs> the Lamour. And is, quote, tripping balls. So unless you want the Justice Department down here, I'm going to need you to do what I asked you to. And that's how that goes down. He tells her, when I was little, I used to pretend you weren't my mother. She said, me too. (laughs) That sounds like some shit I would say to my child one day if they just was in a mood. Pam and Cheryl, Carol, whoever, is reviewing employee files on who to marry, bang, or kill. Cyril gets in... Because anytime Lana's name is mentioned, he's all over it to see if she picked Archer because he's never secure in the fact that she might have chosen him. Those type of relationships never work out because you can't be that damn insecure about what she sees in you. Whatever it is, it ain't him. Lana does seem like the type of woman that likes a lap dog. Krieger has installed the cameras for the operation. Are you still recording bum fights? No. No. I'm into something darker. Mallory's like, um, don't worry. He won't say anything. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty shit-faced right now. Krieger offers him pills for taking one for the team. Though human testing just started on Danny the intern, who is definitely feeling something. I am so high. 
in miami woodhouse does not have clothes because archer tossed them all from the roof in anger over a poached egg and he did the same thing to carol he also finds ramon woodhouse that is a handsome honeypot archer in that damn outfit though those skates those shorts <laughs> with his blonde hair i'm a bobby girl in the bobby You cannot tell me he did not look like a Ken doll. Ramon declines because as Rudy and Charles put it, he sneezes glitter. He takes both men back to his place to do a makeover and <laughs> be served by Woodhouse. And then blab about his entire secret spy organization and mission. And they're like, I can't believe you just tell everybody that. He's like, yeah, we're completely professional. Back at ISIS um lana is going through the portfolio of men to fuck bang and uh i guess fuck is banging marry or kill wow krieger chases danny around both in their underwear and nothing else saying we gotta get your heartbeat down buddy (laughs) danny (laughs) and then when it comes to pam's picture she's like ew kill which is so fucked up because pam has such a hard on for lana rudy and charles are like look clearly women have sex with you so act the same way with women as you would with a gay man and you should be successful woodhouse had to clarify before you lure them back to the apartment sir (laughs) as we see in that moment he had treated women (laughs) just as shittily as men they send him to the cockfight, a gay bar, and also a place where cocks fight. As Hispanic men, you take the good with the bad. Ramon rejects Archer once again, not wanting any of that, but ends up helping, consoling a man who lost his cock in a fight. All of the sex jokes were great. My brain in the absolute gutter was catching them all. <laughs> Charles and Rudy have dressed and half adopted woodhouse who says there was a boy named reggie once but he died in flanders indicating the first time that woodhouse might indeed be gay himself then we have archer showing back up and they're like "Ooh, you slut you've been gone all night you must have been successful he's like no i was helping a guy bury his rooster (laughs) he's like he was like no i was burying a dominican guy's rooster and the one guy's like fun they also defend against archer's clothes abuse threatening to fly to new york and throw acid in his face if he were to remove said clothes from woodhouse mother calls to ask how hard is it to get a gay man to have anonymous sex with you (laughs) she can't deal with the idea of moving in with her russian lover who lives with his mom and doesn't plan on kicking her out of the two-bedroom apartment charles and rudy cannot believe the stereotypes but they're to the rescue once again using one saying well you're, you're gonna have to out macho him because he's latino uh but that ends with archer getting hit in the face with a ball <laughs> ball to the face <laughs> i know i'm childish ramon knows that he is sterling archer has known this entire time and then he takes him back to his place he bandages him up 
and then they have a moment of talking about the interior decorating the person who decorated this place is not in heaven ramon says and the two bond over their shared annoyance at their overbearing mothers <laughs> one made him i don't even know what ramon's mom said i just know that archer's like and they make you come in and check for lumps did i say that out loud <laughs> charlie and rudy are hitmen it turns out sent by fidel himself to kill his top agent for being gay and they don't care about fidel's politics or the hypocrisy because they got a mortgage to pay ramon goes into latino gangster mode when sterling offers up the disc to blackmail his mother he had a whole arsenal in that freaking condo planning on killing archer including a salad gun and a grenade that actually ends up blowing up the place and he said no the grenade was to destroy this condo because it's that shit on the interior design and now ramon has to go as hot as ceviche or cold as ceviche ceviche is already cold <laughs> some of the very quick banter just was great so he's gonna leave due to his change of heart because more agents will be coming and archer offers to have sex with him as a consolation prize but then ramon is turned off by the fact that he thinks it's hysterical that his butler is tied up somewhere scared not to mention all of the homophobic and racial slurs that were coming out of archer's mouth which leads us to the next episode i did not take as many notes just more bullet points on this one but we have the mission being a bounty that well she was talking to archer about it saying you know this guy scorpio he's got a high bounty on him uh he can set aside some money for the kitchen that he wants to redecorate and also Peta's medical expenses aka abortions because her religion won't let him wear a condom and he keeps knocking her up despite saying it was only one time he's like well, don't you want a grandbaby one day if i wanted a grandchild i'd scrap up your mishaps and make a onesie with <laughs> she wants him to get a goddamn vasectomy is what she wants him to do like do not make the same mistakes that i did because you are your mother's child (laughs) cyril is really possessive and already wants to move in with lana after four months because he moved in with his ex after four weeks she's like why are you a lesbian pam's like would you be into that They are so extra with the way her titties sway when she is walking. Um, Then she gets into the elevator with Mallory because she's going down to the same location but for a conference that she tells everybody. She tells her that Scorpio is dangerous so be careful and she's like unless he smothers me to death. Then she's like yeah well as they're driving I love that they were in the limo then they're on the plane and they're just casually discussing well you know sterling wasn't emotionally there for you so at least cyril is that even though he's clingy saran rap could take a lesson <laughs> she wonders if cyril not cyril archer is emotionally distant because she used to beat him with a wooden spoon she's like maybe explains the ping pong paddle <laughs> mallory sees lana off to have a vacation with her kgb lover nikolai who better have rented a nice boat he did not archer is trying to ruin cyril's relationship with lana women love smothering or choked in your case cheryl 
she's had a few scenes in which he has described to a disturbing extent how she would like to be choked out archer then gets a call (laughs) that lana needs rescuing which causes a serious collapse of cyril's mentality chum guzzler is the name of the boat that nikolai got we hear mallory was in berlin and disappeared for nine months when she was an agent because he tells her to stop micromanaging and then she brings up that she was an agent archer hopes that this mission is going to lead to lana wanting him back and cyril committing suicide because of it cheryl tells cyril his woman is hot for archer rescuing her and when pam says well hold on krieger said let her talk woman (laughs) i'm gonna need cyril to stop acting like a whip little bitch (laughs) being egged on so easily by his co-workers archer gets attacked underwater i love the part where he's just like (laughs) when he gets shot by the (laughs) arrow and he's trying to tell because cyril's like calling him i need to talk to archer i need to talk to lana right now you put her on the phone he's like yeah i would do that but i'm kind of busy right now not realizing that they're not really all fucking they're actually on a mission you dumbass having put scorpio off with shaving his balls for some time now and has been sauced and getting her me time on instead of going ahead and taking care of her bounty like she's supposed to be doing uh, he changes into the chocolate man's <laughs> who was man in the chocolate fountain into his uniform and says well i'm staying too if you're gonna have a vacation i'm having a vacation and i'm taking that bounty when he tells lana she's irresponsible she's like uh tell that to pita <laughs> i'm just like she knew what she got into sokov tells mallory it's unprofessional to use his agents to rescue her agents though he did make a sex tape of them where he had his art department remove her wrinkles from her ass which pisses her off and she wants to go and he says ain't nothing stopping you evil get the hell out krieger is then seen snorting msg off pam she really wants to have office sex with someone but no one has taken her up on an offer yet while both lana and archer plus chocolate have a little sex party of their own i feel so bad for Peta. everybody know her situation (laughs) and cheryl's like look archer turns every woman into a whore just look at poor Peta." pam is trying to tell him look ain't nothing going on between them however they both have not changed their beneficiary on their health form so they all each other's are each other's beneficiary so in case things get tits up archer says completely distracted by said tits titty all day every day titty all day every day titty i fear every year titty i fear every year titty so much let me touch titty so much let me touch ow he tries to call her underwear and bikini set a knockoff she said this is versace bitch biachi i don't know <laughs> krieger forgot about the money in his flex account and he is pissed So he made some Molotov cocktails (laughs) to express his $630 anger at the corporation. While Lana gets momentarily distracted by Archer's ass, she is not hung up on him because he really thought that was a reason why she was hung up on him. 
Archer is so damn sprung. They do work wonderful together and have a whole conversation, argue, throw grenades, look into her deep. <laughs> he really tried to play a move right in the middle of their little thing. She shot him in the foot like, bitch, did you forget I have a boyfriend? I'm not a cheat. Even though I did actually cheat a second ago with that man, but at least that was a part of my assignment and I didn't want to do it and tried to put it off. Still micromanaging <laughs> is Mallory with a man who wishes she was not there mallory sees the boat explosion after he yells lana do you trust me she's like no (laughs) and screams out our son nikolai is not happy that he risked his career and his boat deposit due to the explosion because of her son's action or their son's actions and she's like oh what was the deposit a pair of flip-flops she is so damn ratchet i cannot with her <laughs> she dogged the shit out of that boat archer totally plans to snitch to zero that she had sex with scorpio but she tells him that his crying fit during a two-man threesome will be off this gossip if he tells or if she tells pam so he better not say one word and he's like you know wooden spoons <laughs> are traumatic for me <laughs> Cyril ends up because she's like well at least he even though he's clingy at least I can trust him but apparently she cannot she thought she would find the the weakest one out of the bunch that would never cheat on her and that's exactly what he does with Cheryl of all people on that dirty ass floor but the best part of that scene was when I saw the fire department going through because Krieger is a fucking monster and that is our episode that is a wrap i enjoyed both of them thoroughly let's jump into the mailbag What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Archer uh, season one. I believe we're on episodes five and six. Um, I am sending this early on Wednesday so that I don't forget I got to go to work tonight. And I know I'm going to go to sleep and wake up and be like, who am I? What's happening? Because I'm just now getting off work and it is almost 1030 a.m. at Central Time. But I started at 7 p.m on tuesday night so yeah it's been a long day so let me just go through my notes um i told you how i do my notes here so we're gonna do the best i can um the first episode i know was about um archer and her russian boyfriend um getting their sex tape stolen and archer's mom has this great idea to send her son to use the the honeypot seduction tactic to get her sex tape back and archer being the moron that he is went all the way to the left 
when he found out it was uh, a seduce a man. He is such a hot mess. My first question is, why does that fool tell everybody that he's an ISIS agent? And my and a follow-up question is, how is he still alive? Th- those are my real legit questions that I, I need answers to. If he wasn't killed by like the opposing team, he should have been killed by his agency. Like he has got to be the luckiest motherfucker that ever walked this earth because he should be dead. I mean, if I was an ISIS agent and he was a co-worker, I would probably use all of my stealthy knowledge and my skills to murder him and get away with it because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> he is a hot mess. Um, and then uh, it turns out the, the, the guy already knew it was Sterling and the actual people that were sent to kill the Cuban dude was the two gay guys that Archer just happened to be upon. Uh, plot twist though, they really love them some Woodhouse. <laughs> I I really don't. I I I am very curious to know how Woodhouse ended up in that family. He has a lot of uh, interesting backstories <laughs> and how you became somebody's manslave. I mean, I, I know they call butlers or whatever, but I I don't know. He just let Sterling treat him like trash. I was almost inclined to believe that he was uh, Archer's daddy or Sterling's daddy until, you know, we saw episode six. But I was like, it got to be something because why does he let this fool treat him like this? Like, and then he has all these like really weird backstories about like, you know, living with a like a tribe a cannibal tribe like being really fond of you know some kid when he some boy when he was younger like all those things sound real suspicious I was like he must be an ISIS agent too he must have retired or knocked up old girl and decided to just be his son's butler I don't know I I swear I was starting to think it had to be something because he just let Archer treat him like trash um, but he is <laughs> a very interesting character. Not as interesting as the the creepo. I forget. Oh, what the hell is it? The dude that put the cameras in his house. He is such a weirdo. I Krieger is that his name? I don't know. He kind of reminds me of the character from The Office. Oh, it it sounds like Krieger, but it's not. But their characters are similar. I mean, Krieger goes straight to the left and like super deeply dark but very weird and unusual nonetheless i'm gonna i'm gonna think of this this guy's name from the office and i'm gonna send it to you on um on twitter because i can't i can't think of the name right now but i know it sounds close to krieger crater crater krieger something something like that it doesn't matter um but yeah I this episode was uh was funny it wasn't as funny as episode six though I will say um first of all I mean I'm gonna be jumping around because I I didn't write that many notes about uh episode six but I because I was like truly interested in it but I didn't even notice that Lana had green eyes too so I wasn't even mad when um 
uh, Sterling was just staring at him was like said something about like shitty brown eyes and then he looked and he was like they're green and he was like mesmerized I was like damn I didn't notice she had green eyes either and they're like real green like lush forest green like they were like superb and the way he was just staring at her <laughs> and then that threesome with that hairy dude but apparently his balls are smooth yuck <laughs> Lana took it like a G though Archer was is clearly gonna have some post-traumatic stress it's funny that like he can get shot and stabbed hit upside the head with like a big ass ball and he's like you know cool but you know has to have a threesome with a hairy dude and Lana and his life is ruined he really looks shook like that he wasn't going to be able to shake that off <laughs> for, for the rest of his life he's just going to remember that moment and just be traumatized um I did however like there was several twists in this episode that really got had me cackling first was um when um Lana was uh in her like her lingerie and Archer found her and he's like you're not being murdered and she just needed a break from her uh stage five cleaner of a boyfriend and then like her and and Sterling were like they had some like eye fucking moments and as much as Lana want to pretend like she don't want it we know she do I mean we've been knew that Sterling did but I mean this episode I legit got the impression that Lana wants her piece of she wants her her Sterling back too he got a lot of issues and clearly she's trying to fight it but it it was becoming very hard and like her like it seems like her lashing out is really just her like trying to kill somebody because she kept shooting at him or like stabbing him and she like slaps him around like she really gets violent when she wants a piece of him so uh, that that is funny but she definitely wants him the other thing was, of course, when uh, Archer's mom spilled the beans about uh, the KGB dude being Archer's dad, um, why she felt the need to tell him suddenly that day, I don't know. It seems awfully late and random. Um, maybe we'll find out why, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Why? Like, what is Archer? Like 30 something? why are you telling him now like you you need to tell him didn't you need to tell him 30 years ago that was strange um and then the the last scene when old girl I don't know what she changed I don't know what her name is now I have no idea but when uh we found out that her ass wanted like had sex with uh, Lana's boyfriend that was a good like that was a good ass plot twist because she was just saying at least I know he he could be trusted and then like the thing that had me uh dying was the fact that she had those uh handprints around her neck after being turned on by thinking of a fireman saving her and choking her yeah she clearly got some issues but we've been new like that don't just surprise me she literally changed her name because Archer kept calling her the wrong one and then change it to Crystal because that's what black dudes drink. Like, we know she's a mess. Um, and I personally can't wait to see how this is going to get out because we know it's going to get out. She's probably going to tell Pam and Pam going to tell everybody. Or she's probably going to tell Lana because she just seems stupid that way. She probably wouldn't even put it together uh, that Lana could fucking murder her 
I don't think Lana's the type that's gonna beat her ass because she knows she could she'll probably just beat her boyfriends um and then she'll probably jump right in bed with Sterling just because why not because she know it'll hurt him I don't know but I can definitely say that I am looking forward to the next episode especially if we get to continue with what we just witnessed because everything about episode six is hilarious um I think that's all I have so I'm gonna end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode we're reversed yet again (laughs) she liked the other maybe it's because Lana was in that episode y'all transparent as fuck Woodhouse does have a tail we shall hear what that tail is and I think there's a difference between being sexually attracted to someone and wanting them back I think that while she might think he still look good and she remember them good times she also remembers the fact that he routinely cheated on her with disgusting people and that she does not and his mama issue that she don't want to deal with i think no more and there was a sex tape so maybe that has something to do with why all of a sudden that uh that she's given the secrets out maybe she feels the need to see why a i don't know Uh, And I will say Cheryl has been rather antagonistic to Lana. So I think that this uh, little bit of uh, Tyrus, Tyrus, is it Trist? This Trist um, is going to be something she's going to like having in her back pocket. And that's all I'll say to to that. (laughs) I don't know why my neighbors have a dog. It's like, you just got fucking quiet. Why the fuck did y'all go buy a dog? So every once in a while, I have to hear the fucking dog. So if that's what you hear, like those tiny little things, that's the dog. It's not them. Anyhow, last but certainly not least, let's hear from Queen Shy. Hello, Christina. It's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Archer Season 1, Episodes 5 and 6. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> These were the most ridiculous episodes i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) oh my gosh um let's start out with episode five um this one was um about the about archer's mom mallory sending him to do a sex tape with a (laughs) undercover operative um castro operative um to in order to get back at him for having a sex tape of her Uh, of course archer doesn't know this until he's down there so it's just a series again i always say series of unfortunate events because you're talking about archer here sterling um and his shenanigans and his nonsense and i don't know when this dude is gonna learn to stop (laughs) blabbing to just random people i'm like dude can you not (laughs) I knew though I knew those dudes were gonna be um as soon as like when he was were washing the um <laughs> they were washing the uh the dye out of his hair and he just going on and on and on about being a uh a secret agent and working for ISIS and why he was down there. I was like, Yeah, this is not gonna end well. They they're not who they say they are because <laughs> he's just Archer just I mean just just like with the um the other episode when he's calling the secret agents and getting them killed the undercover agents and getting them killed it's like 
Oh my gosh, this guy is just so oblivious to anything. I guess that's that entitlement for you. It just, you know, he's had the world handed to him, so he doesn't, oh, to a certain extent. I mean, he has a very, uh, <laughs> mommy issues is the best way to put that. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Their dynamic is just all off the chain. And um, I wrote I wrote some notes this time because um, fortunately I just be having a hard time remembering what I want to say, but it's probably not going to help because um, my notes look crazy. But yes, uh, I don't know why I say Cyril, <laughs> um, Christina. I just I, I don't know. But yes, Cyril. I will definitely remember that Cyril. I guess because it looks like Cyril. I don't know, but because I have this the top, the subtitles on. But anyway, um, but first thing first. I don't know how many times I think we, there should be a drinking game for how many times they said the word gay in this episode. I, I mean, I lost count. It was uh, it was so so it was a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, not of the of its time. I, I just don't see that being. Maybe maybe they would still make that type of a because they are. I mean, it's, we're they, there's a new season out. You're saying that. Um, so I, I don't know if it got tamer through the years or if it's just as outrageous now as it was back then. Um, but we'll get to that at some point. Um, but yes, I'm like, you know, when they were Pam and Carol, I'm just call it Carol, even though she keeps changing her name. Carol and um, Cyril were looking at the pictures and talking about uh, bang them or kill them. And I'm like, Pam, aren't you HR? <laughs> I'm like, hello, this is inappropriate for the workplace. Uh, of course, uh, they were cracking me up when everybody kept saying they would kill Pam. It's a bad picture. <laughs> Um, what else? I know Archer is not talking about uh people in ISIS being an idiot. I mean, he's like uh the poster child for that uh <laughs> in this agency. And poor Woodhouse. I mean, I'm like does he really do what what did he do to deserve this? And why why don't he just retire? <laughs> why is he putting up with this nonsense of Archer's? Oh my gosh. And let's see, that shootout scene was completely ridiculous. It was so, so just ridiculous. <laughs> and there's no way, I, I mean, obviously it's so unrealistic. A, play, a Claymore mine, everyone in the room is dead. It's not. <laughs> uh, but somehow they uh, they ended up, uh, I forget their names, but Rudy and I forget the other guy's name. Um, how Somehow, some way they escaped. But yeah, Archer is such a douche, man. Such a douche. And the way he treats Woodhouse, like, please leave that man alone. Like, he ain't got no clothes, really, Archer? Anyway, um, as for the sixth episode, this one was just as ridiculous. And I'm like, I just can't with Lana and Cyril's relationship. It's just so weird. I mean, I, I personally... I just know. I think I said this already. Guys like that, I am not attracted to. Clingy guys, needy guys. No. It's a little bit suffocating guys, clingy, whatever they were saying in this one. No. Uh, so she went from one extreme to the other, which happens. 
uh, that happens sometimes. Um, you want something when you've been in a relationship with someone that was emotionally unavailable. You tend to go to the extreme the other way. Not always, but that that happens sometimes. And that's exactly what Lana did. And uh, I I knew where we were going with this with uh, with uh, Cyril and um, Carol because she was just landing on thick with the. Uh, um, Archer and Lana getting it on. I'm like, dude, he they went to <laughs> he went down there to rescue her. And he his insecure oh, that's the bit the biggest thing, the insecurity thing. That's that's a that's a deal breaker for me. Because it it's just you it's just, no, it's just too much. Um, especially with him. Uh it just I mean, you're not I don't know, it's not like he's the most attractive person in the world and then you add on top of that being clingy insecure and then controlling oh yeah let me uh i need you to call me and this is a schedule to call me i'm like what so no uh but anyway this was also ridiculous with all the over the top with uh what's his name scorpio scorpion and uh, his nonsense. So I guess he's bisexual and wanted to get it on with both Archer and Lana. And this one, when he loves chocolate. Um, and then of course, we find out who Archer's daddy is. So that's uh, very interesting. Uh, Jokov, uh, she was calling him something else, but I don't remember. Um, so that should be uh, a story going forward because I'm sure once Archer finds out the real deal with his mom and her hooking up with his KGB character and that he's a <laughs> he's a result of uh, treacherous activity, that should be interesting. You got Archer talking about, you know how much getting I hate getting shot. Like, who likes getting shot, Archer? No one likes it. Everyone hates it. So... <laughs> Oh my gosh. And uh, then we see the ending with uh, um, Carol. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like I always forget, you know, I always draw a blank on her name because she keeps changing it. And uh, Cyril and that whole thing. So that's not going to end well. But I didn't like their relationship anyway. He didn't, I mean, even though he was clinging and all that stuff, he, I mean, he wasn't very. He, he, he had a tendency to be disrespectful towards her. Just like in the, the last episode, apparently he was like, he had put down that he would marry some other girl, some intern. So yeah, I mean, and I wrote down uh, in for that, the notes for that episode, how that relationship is weird and uh, not very uh, healthy. So um, yeah, um, so I don't, I'm not on any type of ship or train or boat or whatever you want to call it but um i definitely don't see them lasting obviously especially with him just now cheating on her and she's out there you know not even kissing archer because she has a boyfriend and he didn't give her that same respect so anywho i mean i, I mean we all know she's attracted to archer but she's 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 restraining herself and um all that good stuff but that's all I got because, as always, I don't have much time. And I have I think I've said all I need to say for the most part in these episodes. I'm sure there's something I miss. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I'll just listen to you give your recap of everything that went down. 
Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Shy with her thoughts. If Sarah were my man, I would slap him in the face and say, Stop being a fucking pussy and start being an asshole. And I forgot to bring up on Mimi's feedback that those dudes, because she said these random dudes, they were actually watching Ramon. They were sitting across from him when... <laughs> like they were there for their job and then sterling kind of just came out of nowhere and nope it does not get tamer at all <laughs> not even a little bit <laughs> as i stated we have not even gotten gillette and all of her fat and all of her her beautifulness um and krieger still needs to dial it up about 20 <laughs> Carol as Cheryl so I just call her Cheryl because I've known her that name longer and Pam yes is the worst HR rep gossiping about everybody's sessions that's why Archer had beat her with that penguin <laughs> she beat herself <laughs> and Woodhouse did raise him from a boy as I stated with Mimi there is a story there like why does he treat him this way but it's more like he raised him from a baby so he knows the full story and yes, men are so fucking... I hate when men act like they're not needy and then they, they, you get with them and then they're all up in your shit every five minutes. And if you gave me a schedule, you might as well... Like, I'm not even going to take that from you. I'm not. I'm not calling you anymore <laughs> if you hand me a calling schedule. And Archer does get shot a lot because he deserves it. But I'm sure Brent's like, that sounds like karma. And that is where we'll end it this week. If you want to send feedback on our next episode, blackoutcouch.gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, blackout magic. <laughs>